Get your stats up. And even though the truth hurts, get your facts up. MSL's playing hurt. Get your stats up. Bluff City, Hoop City, facts up. Man, I'm in town balling, and I know Captain Stats. MSL playing hurt. That's my favorite podcast. NBA, NFL, MLB, NHL, NCAA, and shout out to the local sports as well. From the franchise players to the business personnel, the sports talk heavyweights. Let's start the show. Ring the bell. Welcome to another edition of Playing Hurt Podcast. It is me, the one and only CJ Hurt. On my right, I have my good friend Drew Barrett. What's up, man? Not much, man. You know, doing good. Today is officially Valentine's Day because we are recording here on Saturday. So, which leads me into asking you this: what are, What are you? What are your plans for Valentine's Day? Uh, well, I, I'm gonna take her to Coletta to see you uh-huh. dinner, and I already gave her a gift. Gifts yesterday. I kind of pulled a Grinch, snuck in her house, left the gifts, and then dipped out. So, all right, it's nice. Not bad. Not bad. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you know, we got another guest this week. Mm-hmm. Love when we have guests. Dustin Five Star. Oh yeah, what's going on? The King of Crunch and Drewski. You are uh, now officially a friend of the Playing Hurt podcast. I love it. I always play Hurt. Come on, man. Got to. Everybody has to play Hurt every yeah. now and then. And it's Valentine's Day, so you're. Well, what did you do Valentine's Day? We haven't done it just yet. Wait a minute. That sounded bad, did it? Yeah. Yeah. It just did. like when on the radio you said she got hers last night. <laughs> Ooh, right. She, she, I think I said she. Yeah, I was going to say, you're lucky night. you're friends with Maria, because she might be upset otherwise, <laughs> pulling me away for Valentine's Day. But oh, it's awesome good. to be here. I've been listening to you guys' stuff. It's really good. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And we bring Dustin in. He's a wrestler, bodybuilder, and we bring him in to talk lacrosse. And so that's what we're going to talk <laughs> about. Right, yeah. <laughs> you guys might be in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're, uh, we're going to talk some wrestling, of course. And Sounds Dustin, good. he's always on Cerrito Live. And if you want to listen to him on Cerrito Live, which Saturday of the month do you usually come in? Well, I think we're going to probably have a WWE superstar as our guest next week because Fastlane will be at FedEx Forum on February 22nd, so we'll be on the 21st. Uh, we're trying to wrap up. I'm working with WWE right now to see who we're going to get. So yeah, stay tuned for that. This week, hopefully, we'll be making an announcement on that. And I'm sure once you once we make that announcement, you'll tweet it out. Where's your Twitter at? Oh, yeah, yeah, at Dustin Starr with two R's. And also, every Thursday, I post a Throwback Thursday, a classic Memphis wrestling clip. It's always Memphis-related, and, you know, everybody that's anybody has come through Memphis, so I post that on memphissport.com. It's alive and well, and that's where the podcast Podcast well. is there. Uh, we have our own tab. I'm still working on some things I need mm-hmm. to figure out. Uh, but we have our own tab, and we're also on iTunes under the Cerrito Live Network. Nice. So, Very yeah. Big time. We are. Ballers. Ballers. Drew, where you at on uh, Twitter? On Twitter, I'm at dbarrett36. And Instagram. Instagram, dbarrett1236. I didn't have to think about it this time. I got nice. it right this time. Nice. I mean, repetition, man. That's how we do it. Uh, as always, email the show, playinghurtpodcast at gmail.com. You know what I think it is? What? I think we need to start doing these introductions and including all of our information in the beginning of the show. Mm. Because by the end of the show, we're so jazzed up and juiced up, we're making all types of mistakes with our own Twitters and yeah. emails. Notice how you didn't mess up on your Instagram? I didn't. You're right. <laughs> I said playing her podcast at Gmail perfectly. You did. Didn't I mean, mess that's up. a first. If yes, you mess up on your own stuff, it might be a little too complicated. Like Marcus Hunter. What is it this week? Marcus, Marcus underscore, underscore. Marcus underscore. I'm looking at him through the glass. Question mark. He's flexing solid rock muscle oh, right man, there. Oh, man. Look at that. That's what happens when you that's go down to Mississippi. <laughs> there it is. 
There it is. But no, uh, I am at Conradicalness on Twitter and Instagram, and we do live tweets. Mm-hmm. We might uh, start live tweeting some Tigers games we down could. the stretch and see what's going on with that. But, but don't for, uh, going back to the email, don't forget to email me with all your relationship questions. Definitely email. Because we'll, we'll def- I did it big last night. You know, oh, I'm working boy. today, all day Valentine's Day. So me and my lady, we decided to do Valentine's last night. We What'd you to, do? Come we, on. We went to, uh, I got I got at the table at Jim's place, you know. Okay, around, yeah. Uh, 8.30, then we went and saw Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh, my and gosh. Like, oh, wait wait a minute. Hold on. Time out. <laughs> Drew set the mood, baby. You went to see Fifty Shades of Grey. Are you old enough to see Fifty Shades of Grey? Yes. Did I'm, they card I'm, you when you went in there? Maybe. <laughs> I don't know if I'd be comfortable walking in. Like, I've never seen Magic Mike, and it's not because, you know, I'm, I'm cool, whatever, mm. man, you know. But I've just never never seen that. I don't know that Maria would want to watch something like that. Well, that or want me to be watching something like that. Ma- Magic Mike is <laughs> but different. How was it? Magic Mike is different because it is strictly male strippers for the ladies. Kevin Nash wrestling, you know, former yeah. WWE WCW champion. Kevin Nash is in the Magic Mike movies. Uh, the the sequel. I think he's he in, in both. Oh, he's really? in both. Huh. Again, never saw it. Not gonna watch a Maybe. bunch of muscu- muscular dudes strip. <laughs> so I hear. So uh, un- but- unattractive. But Fifty Shades of Grey. It's all types of like nudie sex scenes. There is. That, there, there's about True. six six sex scenes. Um, you never see uh, too much. You know. I mean, you get to see her, but yeah, I mean, not, <laughs> he is very uncomfortable talking about this <laughs> right now, you, ladies and gentlemen. You don't get to see him, which would have made he's me turning very red. <laughs> but it, it was real nice. It was nice. We went and saw the movie. Went back to my dorm. I had uh, I had some flowers laid out on my bed. This for is her. a family show, right? I know. I know. I'm just saying. I had flowers for her. I left them at my dorm because I, I knew she would think that I forgot, and I didn't. So I had her walk through my dorm first, and she saw the roses and just half lit dozen. Up. Uh, no, two dozen. Two dozen. Two dozen. Yeah, dig, Stud. dig. Stud. Well, look at that you. Special at uh. <laughs> I had I got three dozens when I proposed to Maria. Oh, oh well, look at y'all. Three dozen. She got three balloons from me. Yep. You bought three balloons. balloons. I, bought, I bought balloons instead of flowers. Did you get her stuffed animals or anything? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, she's got a giant caterpillar uh, that says love on it. Uh, and it's it's got to be seven feet long at least. You know, it's Maria, certainly longer than me by like a foot. Maria got me a body slam. She just body slammed me. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, all week. The family that wrestles together stays together, man. <laughs> and so, if you get, if you couldn't have guessed it, Dustin Five Star is here, wrestler extraordinaire. We're gonna talk wrestling and the big event coming up. Uh, what's the date on that, Dustin? Sunday, February, February twenty second. Fast Lane, Fast Lane, FedEx Forum. You know, they they it used to be called a different pay per view. It was Elimination Chamber right before WrestleMania, so they could throw a, a wrench into the plans and. Swerve everybody and, oh no, this match is going to happen instead of that match because Royal Rumble really sets the tone to that march to WrestleMania, right? right? So the winner of the Royal Rumble is going to main event WrestleMania against the champion, but then that next pay-per-view in between, which used to be Elimination Chamber, this time is uh, Fastlane in Memphis at FedEx Forum, that will give us the true main event of WrestleMania because you have Daniel Bryan, who is the most popular, hands down, the most popular WWE guys they have right now. The biggest baby face, if you will, against Roman Reigns, who won Superstar of the Year. The fans cheered him. They pulled for him to win the Royal Rumble last year. But then this year, what, what happened? This they year? What's the booed difference in him that? out of the building. What's so, the difference in that? What, what happened to turn Roman Reigns from fan favorite to, I guess, well... Heal in okay. a way. I think what's going on is the wrestling fans are tired of the cliche good guy versus bad guy. 
Now it's more like they're fighters, like Brock Lesnar. If you want to cheer Brock, you do. If you want to boo him, you do. Look at John Cena. When he comes out, he has a smattering of boos, but usually everybody's cheering. Right. So the good guys can even get booed. Yeah. But the fans wanted Daniel Bryan to win the Royal Rumble this year so bad that it didn't matter who else won it. Why, why, they were why gonna Daniel Bryan, though? Like, I can understand, okay, Royal Rumble, everybody's in that ring, and everybody has that one wrestler they kind of pull for. And so when he gets tossed out of the ring, oh, man. I can understand you being upset at everybody yeah. else. And that that's kind of the way I interpret it. Fans, because there's more wrestlers than than champions of the Royal Rumble. Right. I think 30, 30 wrestlers come down and get in the yep. ring. 30 get in the ring, one, one stays. And so mostly, you know, you're going to be fans of somebody who's not winning the Royal Rumble. Right. And so you're going to voice your uh, displeasure with that. Now, remember last year, Batista won. Yeah. And they booed that. Mm-hmm. They hated that. Um, and I, I'm not sure why, because he's been, you know, starting I mean, is it, is it just the big fact movie that, pictures. I yeah. mean, he was in the Marvel movie, and I, I hear he's about to hit another big, huge uh, franchise in the movies again. But the people booed him. Uh, they wanted Roman Reigns. Now you got it. Right, but the cool thing now is WWE is fixing this. Uh, you know, there was a whole big thing hashtag cancel WWE Network. Yeah, and they lost a lot of subscriptions, man. You didn't cancel no, yours. Come did you? on, that's crazy. That's like me not watching NFL or or not going to watch the Super Bowl because the Dolphins didn't make it. Give me a break. Those people that did that were crazy enough to cancel, they're going to be back because they want to see WrestleMania. Mm. Right, but especially now that Daniel Bryan has a chance to get to WrestleMania. So who knows what's going to happen? But it'll all happen in Memphis at FedEx Forum when the two square off. And I mean, I know we sound like wrestling nerds and stuff, but it's literally the longest-running episodic television program out there, WWE Raw. People yeah. watch it, man. Mm-hmm. It's big time. It's a billion-dollar billion company. Yeah, and got large enough to have their own network. And people get and, mad and, enough to... And, and mad enough to, to go tweet, crazy. Instagram, blog about it. I was talking about it on social media, and um, yeah, I, saw I don't that. remember... I that conversation. It was, there were so many comments on it. Yeah. So many different opinions. Um, and I'm like, the way that I look at it, WWE is supposed to take us on a roller coaster every every year, every time, every single time they step in that ring. Just when you think Daniel Bryan's not going to be there, now he has a chance to do it. And by the way, Daniel Bryan started right here in Memphis, Tennessee, with Memphis Championship Wrestling. So now we have another you know tie to a WWE you know WrestleMania where the guy actually started his career right here at 19 years old. He lived in Memphis, Tennessee. He was fired by WWE at 20, went on the independent scene, became a independent wrestling sensation like literally made more money on the independent scene working the smaller shows away from than what he made with WWE at, at now, first yeah at first now yeah. today that's a different story right. I mean the guy's on VH1 he's doing make a wish mm-hmm. I mean he's a big big star big time big time now I guess is is that the biggest story hidden in the fast lane what's going to happen between Roman Reigns pretty and much. Daniel Bryan pretty much and um I mean, they could really go any direction with that. But you also have Rusev, the United States champion, going against, against John Cena. That, John that's Cena. what I was going to ask. I don't see Rusev beating Cena. Why not? I just don't. Because Cena's Hulk Hogan, man. You don't beat Cena. Especially, I, I, how do you beat Cena? I, I'm asking you. You're the wrestling expert. You're the expert. <laughs> you you don't beat Cena. Like we brought you in here for, <laughs> the, for all the, the answers. The only thing I could see happening is they set something up to go to WrestleMania. Because at this point, who is John Cena going to face at WrestleMania? That that is that There's is no a, story yet. That's the thought behind it. Somebody right. comes in last second, knocks Cena over the head with a chair or some object. Lana, Lana's up. at ringside. Yeah, she could 
I don't know, some something happens and it carries over to WrestleMania, yeah. that really is going to make Rusev a big star because he's been a monster the whole time. I don't know that he's even been beaten yet. But, um, I mean, just the size of the guy. Have you seen him? He's huge. Like, he's like five of you, Drew. That, that's a big man. Dude, he, he is huge. Tall, huge. Um, so it should be it'll, be. it'll be cool. Now, I think there's also a Divas match. We'll have the Bellas. Uh, I think Nikki is defending the Divas title against Paige. Paige. Yes, sir. I don't see Paige beating her. Okay. I just don't. Because we're so close to WrestleMania, you want to keep those championships in place at some point, mm-hmm. right? Well, do to you win it? Some, somebody's got to do something unexpected. It's got to be unexpected. Because like you said, it was Elimination Chamber for a while, and that's when WWE right. kind of throws a monkey wrench in a WrestleMania. Somebody, we, somebody's got to do something there's unexpected, so many, There's right? so many things. Like, you don't have Ziggler in a match yet. You don't have uh, Ryback in a match yet. And, and really we're, we're, about, we're about a week out, and a lot of right. these matches, there's only been three confirmed matches so right. far for Fastlane. Yeah, now Seth Rollins has to play in there somewhere. Yes. And I don't want to get off on a tangent, but did you hear the Seth Rollins story through the Monday? No, I, no. I miss that. Just Google Seth Rollins. There was a whole big thing on social media with him. Uh, some pictures were released. Oh, nice. Yeah, it was pretty bad. But anyways, <laughs> so, but apparently he's not in any hot water. I mean, he didn't do anything. Somebody hacked his account, yada, yeah. yada, the whole thing. But this guy has a Money in the Bank briefcase. So check this out, all right? So what if Daniel Bryan beats Roman Reigns at Fastlane, goes on to WrestleMania, so it's Brock Lesnar defending the championship against Daniel Bryan. The fans are getting exactly what they want. Daniel Bryan, boom, beats Brock Lesnar, wins the championship. Yes, yes. Yes, and then Seth Rollins cashes in Money in the Bank, comes out, beats Daniel Bryan, and takes the championship from him. Literally five seconds later, leaves WrestleMania with the title. That would be awesome. Yeah. It, there, there would be you very, talk about very, cancel WWE. Very, that works. <laughs> very few twists would I think draw the ire of WWE fans than the one you just mentioned. And I mean that they would be so mad because Daniel Bryan finally got it. And then he doesn't even leave the the building right with, with right. the championship, which is which is again but that's then, how it's set up. That's what WWE set up, is supposed to do. You set up 2015 yeah. for Daniel Bryan, Chase, and Seth Rollins, who are two of the best in ring performers. If if anybody, any of the wrestlers out there listening, because I'm sure some of those guys will be listening, you got to watch those guys' matches. You want to get better. Mm-hmm. They are awesome. Seth Rollins and Daniel Bryan both came from Ring of Honor which is, like we talked about, independent wrestling scene. That is like the ultimate independent wrestling scene. The best guys go there, then they make it to WWE. Yeah. So you got the two very best. I mean, that could that could very well happen. Okay. Well, here's a question. Is Reigns going to turn heel? We're, we're all assuming he's going to have to He has to, heel. right? Yeah. He really has to at this point. He accidentally got kicked on Monday by Daniel Bryan. He was mad about it. So as soon as he pushes Daniel Bryan down, the fans just boo him out of the building. Yeah, and then they had a little thing that happened where uh, Roman Reigns gave Daniel Bryan the spear at the end of Raw, so he's pretty much made that turn. But you know that doesn't mean he might he might not go on the mic and talk about you know talk like a bad guy. You know, then all of a sudden they're mean nasty guys. Roman Reigns has been kicking people's butts for years in WWE. Yep, he hasn't changed his demeanor very much at all. You know, he should be like, hey, you boo me for beating your favorite wrestler. I'm sorry, dude. It's, it's, he know. couldn't beat me, you know. Sometimes wrestlers are great. What's at wrong that. with that? Like you, you, you have to have a certain arrogance to to not only be a heel but to be a babyface as well. Right. You have to have that arrogance and you have to have that it, demeanor about you. Oh man, it is so hard to really be a good guy, a babyface nowadays yeah. because people like the the mean, nasty guys. Yeah. Um, even my son, he's six and a half years old, Brady. 
he loves Kane. He loves Seth Rollins. Gro- he loves Triple H, even though they're up, bad guys. Growing up, I like Kane. When Kane first came onto the scene mm-hmm. and and kind of choke slammed Undertaker, like right. I was like, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I love that. You you cheer for bad guys. When The Rock was a heel, oh, there was nobody Remember better when than he was him. Try, they were trying to force him to be a good guy, and it just didn't it, work. It's not going to work with, with work. somebody like that. But as soon as he flipped the switch, he became oh. a big big star. It was it was great, man. I, You know, it's it's something about bad guys that you always kind of, deep down, you kind of want Joker to take Batman out one time. I don't know. You kind of no, no. You you kind of want Doc Ock to knock Spider Man out a little bit. I like watching them struggle. Yeah, but, but not, I don't want to. I don't want to see the. Hey, <laughs> that's that's maybe it's me. Maybe I'm the only one who wanted maybe to see. Twisted. Maybe maybe I'm the only one who wanted to see Sylvester eat the bird. Maybe I wanted Sylvester <laughs> eat Tweety. Maybe I wanted time to catch Jerry finally and really rough him up for all those times. You're a heel in real life. I might be, but come, you, come on. You just had a terrible outlook on every child. What? Thing, didn't you? Whatever. I, how many you times can I, how many times can an anvil fall on Wally Coyote this before you say Roadrunner? You're doing too much. I did you're want doing that to see, on purpose. I did want to see the Roadrunner get caught. Yes. Not I mean, eaten, but caught. Just caught. Oh, caught. Not what eaten. are you going to do now, Wally? When you caught him, what are you going to do about it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, who knows? Roadrunner no might clue. beat him up. <laughs> he had no clue because he hadn't thought that far ahead. Mm-hmm. Uh, real quick, we're on the topic of Looney Tunes. And oh, favorite Looney t- favorite Looney we're we're off on a tangent uh, already. Oh, I got mine. Favorite favorite Looney Tune episode ever for me personally. Mm-hmm. Roadrunner and Speedy Gonzalez had a race that kept getting interrupted by Wally Coyote and Sylvester. I never saw trying, that. They were trying to eat him. It's the greatest greatest episode ever. And so they get to the finish line and you see Roadrunner and Speedy neck and neck and then the episode ends. Mm. We we will that never know good. never I'll know who to, the fastest uh, Looney Tune is. I'll well, have to Google that. Well, my my favorite Looney Tunes episode. I'm, I'm a Daffy Daffy Duck fan. Suffering Sucker Dash. Yes. Okay. Huge Daffy Duck. You got to give us your impression though. Oh, yeah, <laughs> suck it, suck it Nice, nice. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, like we were talking about tattoo. You yeah. know, what my original plan was if before? it was to get a, a Daffy Duck tattoo. Uh, Daffy Duck on my booty. Oh my. That God. was the original <laughs> idea. <laughs> So which one's worse, the Golf Shores or Daffy Duck on my butt? <laughs> Drew, what's your favorite Looney Tunes okay, episode? Fine, fine. Favorite Looney Tunes episode? It's it's a classic. It's the rabbit season, duck season uh, episode between. Daffy How many duck. times have they done that? It's it's got to be. It's a classic. It's a classic. Be dozens of them. Yeah. So that that's gotta yeah. be my favorite. I like the Quackbusters. Remember the movie? They yes. had a whole uh, Looney Tunes movie, and it yeah. had the Quackbusters, and it would cut back and forth. I think Bugs Bunny had uh, he was at uh, Transylvania. Where was he trying to go? Uh, I can't remember in the movie. I don't know yeah, where he's going, but he's always making I, a wrong I, turn. Yes, Albuquerque. he made a wrong turn. He's always got always to go in left in Albuquerque, man. Albuquerque, that's always where he was go going. left in Albuquerque, baby. But Quackbusters, that's probably my favorite. There, that had all the Looney Tunes in it, though. Yeah, everyone because it was a movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that. Uh, all right, back back on wrestling now. Uh, what makes Daniel Bryan so? Popular, so beloved. He's the underdog. Is that is is it as simple as that? People want to see the underdog win. People want to see the David versus Goliath. That's what they want to see. Okay, and it comes and back there, to my it point. It doesn't get any more David versus Goliath than Brock Lit- Lesnar literally. versus Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan's one hundred and eighty pounds. Yeah, you know he's probably five eleven. Right. I'm I'm a little I'm bigger than Daniel Bryan, I believe. Mm. But Brock Lesnar wouldn't fit through the door. I mean, yeah. the dude is a monster. 
300 plus pounds. And he has abs. He's like so jacked. He's so big, and he has abs. He has everything. Every muscle. He could destroy could us see. all. Anybody in the studio right now, all at the same time, I would no. Bet money I'm, on Brock I'm running like whatever. <laughs> I'm tripping you and running. He's such a super <laughs> athlete, though. He might be able to catch you. <laughs> no love on the playing hurt podcast. I'm getting you tripped. Me I'm a running lower away. Tier of your friends. You are I, now. I did hear okay. that. I almost wore my <laughs> yes. referee shirt because I heard you guys last week. You're the lower end of his friends. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't something. do big enough things to don't be in do no. CJ's top. Tier Dustin's up friend. top, baby. Man, Dustin's doing big things, Drew. Drew, what? Is what it the age thing? What are you doing? I tell you every week He's what I'm playing doing. Hurt, I'm brother. playing hurt. And what else are you doing? WMR ninety one point seven every Monday and Thursday eight thirty five to nine o'clock for the best college perspective sports desk. Cheap Remember? plug. And I work for the Delhi Helmsman at the University of Memphis. I mean, I have do, you even I had do. a story pit in there? Oh, have I had a story? I, I made front page three weeks in a row. Nice. All right, break Thank it up, you. guys. Yeah. Break it nice. up. Nice. Front page. So you might move from I'm lower. Big you might lo- move from lower tier to lower middle tier. Now. Oh, well, as long as I keep moving. <laughs> up. Man, you're like you're like a you're like a step parent. I've got to, I've got to really fight for your love. <laughs> that you do. That you do. It's okay though. But that Daniel Bryan goes back to my point, and I guess there there are fans out there who feel like. How's this little guy beating everybody? I'm I am tired of this little gnat, little pest of a person knocking off people who he theoretically should knock off. Everybody loves an underdog until that underdog knocks off your favorite wrestler, and then it becomes oh no 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 no, I'm not feeling that. How long can he stay as popular as he is as a babyface? Will he ever have to make the turn and go heel? Man, I mean he's already been yeah. been heel. Well, turn turn back. You know. Um... At this point, probably not. Okay. I mean, the people that boo him probably will just boo him. Like, they think that Brock should beat him, maybe, yeah. or Roman should beat him. But, I mean, really, I mean, just he went out with a broken neck. He never officially lost the championship. He won it at WrestleMania. The fans determined that for him. WWE had to make a change because of the way the fan. You talk about great fans, man. Could you imagine that you have so many fans chanting your name and doing the yes and all that kind of stuff that they literally have to change their business plan right. to include you? Yeah. Holy moly. Yeah. I mean, and then that's, you that's go out hurt right there. Yes, then you go out hurt with a broken neck or an injured neck. He went through surgeries, didn't know if he was going to come back. He had all that time off of television, comes back, and the people not only remember him, but the whole WW, cancel WWE Network thing happens because they didn't get what they wanted with Daniel Bryan. Wrestling fans are the greatest fans in the world, man. They don't forget. No, they don't. That's, it's awesome. I mean, we're going to be in Tupelo on February 21st. I won the uh, Wrestler of the Year for 2014 in the states kind of surrounding Memphis. And Maria won re- the Wrestling Manager of the Year. You hear that? I do. You hear Cheap that? plug. Is that, is that big time? That's big time right there. But when we go to Tupelo on February 21st, there are people that, that haven't – they don't come to Memphis to watch us wrestle. They see what they see on the Internet uh, from Minglewood Hall, the videos – you know, wrestling Lawler and Dundee and all that stuff—the cool stuff that we did last year—and uh, then doing FedEx Forum. We wrestled at the FedEx Forum right. for Wrestling Night. Mm-hmm. Those people are happy that we're coming to Tupelo. I mean, it's so crazy. Yeah. But imagine on a larger, big, grand scale like Daniel Bryan—that is crazy. You talk about being, doing big things. It's—it's it's almost. And I guess because I knew him when he was here in Memphis, and then I worked with him when I was in developmental. He, that's when he first went up to the WWE main roster. So 
um, actually a funny story is they brought him a big cake the day that he left developmental and went on the road and um, and that big uh, SummerSlam match with the big tag team where they fought against Nexus uh, the wrestling fans I don't know if you guys watched then or something did you? did you guys remember that? no it was awesome but the cake they brought him they played a big joke on him and they brought him this big cake um, I'm not even sure what I can say there was a, a male body part on the Yo. cake. It was so funny watching him walk out of the, the <laughs> arena. Can I say penis cake? You can say penis. I mean, <laughs> you've already said it before. Pen- All right. Believe me out about, if you need to. If Drew can to. talk about Fifty Shades of Grey, you can say penis. Well, okay, okay. So he has this big penis cake. <laughs> you should see the guys. The guy, you know, the guys are loving the cake, so they're yeah. eating this, this cake it's shaped like a penis. So he's carrying it out of the arena, and I remember him putting it in his car, and it's just... just it's just so funny. Nice. Daniel Bryan Daniel was going Bryan away. Penis guess, cake was a penis cake. Uh, <laughs> I don't know where to go after that. But we get off on tangents. That's, a, that's but a we've never story. talked about penis cake. Right. <laughs> this that's is a, a first side time story. But really, I mean, the the following that Daniel Bryan has is almost like cult like. Has has there been a, a superstar with this type following? Compare compare Daniel Bryan's following to a oh, superstar man. in the past. I think it, I think it's actually going to get bigger. You think so? Yeah, it's going to okay. grow. I mean, Cena had a following where people would cheer him, boo him. They blew the roof off arenas when he would when his music plays. They Cena still do. was Cena was just Hogan. You, you just you just watched because you either you you really really loved him or you really really hated him. There was never any in between. Cena Cena's always the same guy though. Yeah, whether they're booing him out of the building or they're cheering him, he's the same guy. He's yeah. totally comfortable with it, and that's hard to do. It's hard to be the good guy when the people are booing you. Being a good guy is the hardest thing in the world because you have to make those people like you. Right. So, and some people just aren't going to like you. I personally am probably just not going to like you. You are you like the bad guys. I love me a bad guy. Right. Brady asked me, Dad, why do they boo you, but then they take pictures with you and do this, that, and, you know, on autographs and stuff. And I said, well, don't you like Kane? Don't you like Triple H? Yeah, those are my favorites. I'm always the bad guy. Yeah. Mm. Me and Maria, they, they chant whoop that trick to Maria at ringside. <laughs> So another little funny story. Brady said, "Oh man, they really liked you, Rhea. They were chanting whoop that trick.'" <laughs> and she, we had to explain to him, "Well, buddy, um, they wanted her to get whooped. <laughs> he thought that they would chant for her." <laughs> uh, so you brought up the Memphis lovely... fans chanting whoop that trick. Of course, right? it's on, yeah. only in Memphis, man. Okay. Uh, you talk, you talk about Maria, and she's lovely and talented as always. Mm, yes. Uh, I was watching wrestling with death, oh, and I boy. saw, I saw that first episode with you guys in it what is going through your mind at that oh time when gosh. that chick is if you haven't seen it no, people let me let me set the stage you gotta see it uh friend and friend of mine uh oh now i can't even know his name now i can't think of the name what's uh who oh he's gonna get on to me Derek king king man oh, oh man king. i had a feeling that's who you're talking about Derek king didn't want to shout out has it has a show wrestling with death follows Family who wrestles and who owns a mortuary yes. and everything, and so they're they're filming a wrestling match that's going on between Dustin and King. Dustin is the good is the heel, right? Everybody wants their King to win, and you look up, all hell breaks loose. It is crazy. guys guys are getting restrained by three bodyguards. Uh, yeah. some random crazy woman 
Connie walks out and Dustin stays in character. You stay in character. She is in Dustin's face. Random fan is in Dustin's face, yelling at him, screaming at him, and then she hits him with a combo. And then I see Dustin. Yeah. Then I see Dustin shift out of character. Like, oh my gosh, somebody get this crazy lady. Because, in all honesty, Dustin is one of the most gentle people I know. And so when this lady, that's <laughs> why very it's, nice man. That's why it's Thank great you. to see you be a heel. It's like I know the real Dustin. Mm. This is so unlike him. But when that lady hit him, he went from heel to. Concerned Dustin, like, oh my gosh, how do I like not get hit in the face, but also right. not hurt this person? Yeah. What's going through your mind? All right, the first thing I'll be perfectly honest. The first thing that went through my mind is I'm taking her down. <laughs> She's going down because she punched me in the eye. Yeah, she blacked my eye. I had a shiner for a couple weeks, and she scratched me up on my stomach. But you know, obviously, I can't do that. So I saw the cameras. I saw Derek in the ring, and I was like, I just got to go in prote protection mode here. So I grabbed her hands. And she just kind of went down. But if you look in re replay and you look at Maria's face, it goes from, like, she's being mean to, yeah, like, to what in the world is going on here? <laughs> to, to some, like, startled. Like, oh, my God, yeah, I can't so this is happening right real now. Real quick, I'll tell you that um, they, they a little behind the scenes on that, they contacted us. Derek King is a dear, dear friend of mine. Loved the guy to death. I wouldn't be sitting here today if it wasn't for Derek. I mean, he's been really helpful. But you know what? We get in the ring and we kick each other's butt. So when they had the spot going on, the storyline was that Sandra is going to be in Derek's corner. That's his mother-in-law for real, in real life. Yeah. Uh, through the reality TV, they told the story. And Maria was in my corner. I'm the LAW champion. It's out in Newburn, Tennessee. They do every Saturday night at 7 o'clock. We had the biggest crowd ever just last week, and me and Derek had a rematch. But anyways, so w there was a lot of talk back and forth between Sandra and Maria so finally me and Derek King are down in the middle of the ring Sandra gets in Maria gets in because she's always in there helping me out right right Sandra's like oh no you don't not this time they square off they're about to duke it out Sandra kicks Derek below the belt the place goes crazy because Sandra turned bad she came with us she went to the dark side and they act like it's my fault <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh! So this guy, he's he's huge. This this dude, yeah. you have to watch the footage. They have three security guards holding him back. When he swings at me, and I know we're talking on a podcast here, you can't see me, but I see his fist coming at me, and I just—it was almost like slow motion. I just kind of dodged out of the way, right? They're holding this guy back from killing me, so I think I'm safe. I'm over by the entrance, like we're safe. I got Maria. I'm mostly concerned about Maria and Sandra. Right. There's chairs destroyed everywhere. The fans are going crazy trying to get to us. The security guards are holding them back, and all of a sudden, the smallest woman in the audience. Very small lady, right? Ridiculous. When you when you watch the clip, watch the clip. Mm. Go go home. It's still on uh, on demand. Never would have thought. Watch the clip. But it was it was because everybody was trying to hold the guy, legit yeah. threats back. Three on one guy, Bam. two on another guy, and this little small petite thing just walks up and starts trying to whoop dust. I got sucker punched. I got clawed up. They finally uh, grabbed her by the hands and and she goes down. They get her and oh my god! When I get to the back, I'm like. Holy moly. <laughs> what just happened? Maria's kind of freaking out. They have a camera right in my face looking at my eye and my chest and all yeah. that. Now, that footage didn't air that, yet. That didn't make it. There's a ton of stuff that hasn't aired yet, and I'm scared to see it. When we saw the preview, we're sitting there watching, and we saw the preview coming up next, and it showed us. We looked at each other, and we're like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. Because that was what they showed is me getting punched and taking the girl down. I'm thinking, oh, my God, what is this going to look like? Yeah. Because they can really make it look any they way they want. They can make it look to where you attacked her. Yeah, they can make it look any way they want. So, 
Um, and then we were on again this week, so there's a lot of footage that they haven't even shown yet, and I don't even know what's in store or when it's going to be released, but it was really cool. We were on WGN, Wrestling With Death, um, and it there's a lot of pictures out there. Yeah. I mean, that's and as a hill, that's your job. It's cool. Mm. There's a lot going on in wrestling right now. Yeah. As a hill, it's, so it's your job to be hated. Those people believed. Mm. That's what you have to do. You have to make them believe, make them hate you. It was wild. And then later that week was wrestling night, so we had the, right. the television show air, and then we had wrestling night at FedEx Forum, which was a blast. Um, I did some play-by-play with Hasseltine on ESPN Radio. Well, he did the play-by-play. I kind of chatted with him while he did it. Okay. <laughs> nice. So it was a good week. So well, the, throughout the whole story, you were talking about how just how great, the how passionate the fans are yes. and how, like, who you really are like the first time I met you was when I was working with uh, Marcus Hunter and uh, Greater Area Memphis Media Entertainment dot com. Oh, cool! Yeah, game. Uh, we went to Minglewood, and I'm sitting there meeting, talking to you and Maria, thinking that y'all are just great people, just so nice. And then the next thing I know, y'all got in the ring, and people are booing you, and you're just loving it. And I'm just like, what the right? Heck? This is like five minutes ago, this guy was the nicest man I've ever met, and now he's just <laughs> loving getting booed and taunting the. People and the fans, I mean, like, I thought that NFL fans, college fans, that they were the most, like, passionate Man, about these people things. are wild. At- I've never seen anything like that, and I bet that might not have been the most you've ever seen, especially with the story that you just told. And I thought that they were about to just get out of control with that one, too. It's, it's, it, the, the Memphis, I don't see the Memphis fans getting out of control and throwing punches at us and stuff, but they definitely are very vocal. Yes, they were um, passionate. And, you know, it, it it's really fun, especially having Maria there with me at ringside, because she can see why this is so fun. Like, why did I want to become a wrestler? Yeah. And she just so happened, there was a television show that they were going to shoot, and I said, hey, do you want to be on TV with me? And she said, well, what do I have to do? And I kind of explained it to her, and she said, yeah, let's try that. And, I mean, the energy that you get from the fans, it hooks you. It's just like any other sport, but it's bringing her involved in it really adds a whole new element, because we look like jerks. Yeah, you know, mm. and that's the whole point. Before you even see us, you don't like us. But now that also works in real life too, because people think that we're jerks before they ever even meet us. You know, I can't tell you how many times, and then and then eventually when we do meet, they say, "Oh man, I thought you were such a jerk." But <laughs> and I know there are people listening. that's like, nope, he is a jerk. Yeah, probably, probably. Sometimes I guess you're our jerk. Yeah. Your friend, yeah. But we might we be love, the first jerk ever on the play in her podcast. We love Memphis. Yeah, we really do, and. Those same people that booed us mm-hmm. and went went crazy, they take pictures with us. They wait on us after the shows. We love that. Did uh, you take pictures after the uh, show where you got mauled? No. Actually, <laughs> after that show, the security guys came to me and said, the guys said that they're going to wait on you in the parking lot. And I said, okay, that's cool. Well, let me get dressed, and then we'll see. Because usually they don't wait around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're going to wait out there because they're tough guys, but then you know, they're not going to be there when I come out, which I wouldn't want to fight them anyway. But... The security guards actually did go out with us and make sure that uh, there wasn't anyone in the parking lot. Right. How crazy is that? That must be scary. I've never had somebody tell me I'm going to wait for you outside. I know if that's happened to me, I'm not a very big guy. I don't fight. I'll come and escort you to your car, Drew. Calm down. I'm going to get scared. I'm going to call CJ and be like, hey, I need some muscle. I mean, think about it, though. If they're going to wait on you in the parking lot, there's something seriously wrong with their thinking. Mm. Yeah. So there's no telling. It. How ma- it depends how many there are. It doesn't even matter. They could have a gun. Yeah. yeah. I mean... Weirder things have happened. Yeah, but so. glad they didn't. Glad you're okay. Golly, aside from and I really do love wrestling in Newburn, and they like us there. Yeah, even though they boo us, they like they like for us to come. How far is Newburn from? It's from about here? an hour and a half. 
Okay. You go straight down the wrestling. Here's the wrestling pit stops. You go straight down 51 Highway. You'll go through Covington, Tennessee. They had I've wrestled in Brighton, Millington, Covington, uh, Ripley. They have shows there. I've actually uh, went out to the Tomato Festival in Ripley several times. Okay, that was pretty cool. And then Dyersburg, Newburn, Union City. That's all right there around Highway 51. All, all within about an hour and a half of each yeah. other. And so that this glad you brought that up transitions beautifully into the, our next next topic. With all that passion right here in the Mid-South for wrestling, doesn't it make sense for there to be a Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame here in the area? Well, they're going to have it somewhere eventually. Why they, they would they are, not have it in Memphis? There, there are, like you, you just named all these places with all these passionate fans, and you brought up the fact, you know, uh, Daniel Bryan got his start here. Who else has gotten their start here? You post every Thursday about wrestlers, right. wrestling moments in Memphis, wrestlers who get their starts here in Memphis. I mean, it just makes sense that Memphis gets the Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame. And wouldn't it make sense to put it in the Mid-South Coliseum? We are huge on that. I think so. Um, Kevin Cerrito talks a lot about it on Cerrito Live, and there's there's a lot going on on the, I think it's called uh Put the Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame in the Mid-South Coliseum. That, that is what it's I'm called. looking at a Save Memphis Mid-South Coliseum sticker right here in front of me. I mean, I think the point now is we want to save the Mid-South Coliseum yeah. because it's a historic building. Wrestling aside, the people that think wrestling doesn't matter, Elvis performed there, the Beatles performed there. It's a the, the building is very unique. It could be a landmark for here in Memphis. But then when you look at wrestling, they sold out the Mid-South Coliseum every single Monday night for years and years and years. That, Everybody's performed there. That sparked there. WWF Raw, wasn't, didn't it? Vince McMahon saw how well that was doing and then decided Vince, to go. Yes, Vince actually worked in that building yeah. with USWA, which is the Memphis wrestling that we all grew up on was United States Wrestling Association. So Vince actually had kind of his first developmental here, right. where he actually appeared on Memphis Wrestling and WWE with the Unified Heavyweight Championship that Lawler won and carried for many years. Right. So, I mean, it's very historic. There was talk of them putting it in Orlando a couple years ago, okay? And I don't know a whole lot about that story, but I know that they built the Performance Center for WWE's developmental talent right there in Orlando, Florida. There's a lot going on in Orlando, Florida, so I don't know that they would put something else in Orlando. You know, so there's Stanford is where the corporate headquarters are. They have Orlando where the performance center is, where they if you sign with WWE, you go to Orlando. Yeah. You move there. I moved to Tampa, it was in Tampa before. Um so why not have it in Memphis? Memphis is such has such rich history with professional wrestling. Jerry Lawler, Bill Dundee, handsome Jimmy Valiant. I mean, you mentioned Coco Beware to me earlier. Coco Beware. I mean, everybody came through Memphis. Stone Cold Steve Austin, Hulk Hogan, Ric Flair wrestled Jerry Lawler in the Mid-South Coliseum. Yeah. You name them, they came through. The Rock started right here in Memphis as Flex Cavana, and he lost a Loser Leaves Town match to Jerry the King Lawler that sent him to his debut at Survivor Series, right. where the fans didn't like him because he was a good guy. <laughs> <laughs> Which he looked crazy. like he had a chia pet on his head. <laughs> but the point is, is to save the building, and it's not to take over the entire building and make the whole thing a mid south Coliseum or make a the whole thing a wrestling hall of fame, unless WWE buys it and makes that happen. Mm -hmm. We want a segment of the building. They're already going to restore the the fairgrounds, mm -hmm. and Kevin Cerrito knows a lot more about that than I do. I'm trying to help out where I can. I was especially being in Dallas. I flew to Dallas on Monday and was right. there all week. I had conferences well, and things that I had to attend. Let me interject here mm -hmm. for a second, real quick, not to cut you off, but 
want more information, again, you can go follow the Facebook page, yeah. like it, keep up with it. But we are also having a meeting yes. Tuesday, seventeenth, uh, the seventeenth at seven o'clock at the Green Beetle mm-hmm. in the historic South Main District. Come out there, show your support, and we'll we'll talk to you more in depth about what it is we are trying to do with the Mid South Coliseum right. and how you can help. I think at this point we want uh, anybody that has anything they can bring to the table. If you can help out in any way, come to that event at Green Beetle on Tuesday at 7 o'clock. Um, I think Kevin's going to say a couple words and just say this is the direction that we want to be in. Yeah. Um, I'll be there. Dustin will be, be there. there. Maria will be there as well. So um, I don't know exactly what everything's going to look look like, but. What time is it, Tuesday? 7. 7? Yeah, I can be there. I'll be there. I mean, I, I'm a big supporter of the Mid South Coliseum. I'm actually, uh, I actually got to go in it uh, when I had my internship at the Liberty Bowl, and it just, it seems so cool, you know, for one, just being in it, seeing all the seats. You know, I've heard stories from my father, uh, who went to school, uh, went to school in the '80s. Well, I mean, grew up in Memphis from '65 to now. He's lived in Memphis. Hearing all the crazy stories about the Coliseum, I would love to save it, just because I would want to have my own memory in the Mid South Coliseum. Yeah. And and they they have money that they've been granted to restore the fairgrounds. Mid South Coliseum's right there. Why can't a portion of that money go to helping the Coliseum? Not only save it, then but create something that it, Memphis is a tourist attraction. Mm-hmm. We can have more than just. I mean, we had Graceland, we have Beale Street, Sun we have Studios. Sun Studios. We have a lot of people come in town for rendezvous, but I think you should go to Coogee Canuck. <laughs> I mean, they're on man, they're, man versus food. They're on the Food Network. I mean, the place the place is great. I've never had a bad experience there. Um, we have all sorts of museums. Uh, I mean, and it's, why, why not add why one more not? destination mm-hmm. stop? Why not? And it will do well because wrestling fans. That's what people don't understand. People have this. Everybody has these stereotypes, and they can really be harmful. And it's not necessarily pertaining to age, gender, race, mm-hmm. but it also pertains to things like wrestling fans. Mm-hmm. Like NASCAR fans. Now WWE know. has to be involved with this, I believe. Yeah, I believe yes. they have to be involved because if we're if it's going to be a true pro wrestling Hall of Fame, it needs to be with WWE, and then also we can put some Memphis stuff in there as well. I mean, why not have the superstar Bill Dundee's boots in there? He's not in the WWE Hall of Fame like Lawler is, but he was definitely a big, huge part of the success at the Mid South Coliseum. He helped sell yeah. that building out with I the mean, King. It, sh- it should definitely be, a, it's because it's going to be somewhere at some point in time. It it's is bound to it be because of the passion of the wrestling fans. They've been fans. talking about it too long. It's going to be somewhere. Mm-hmm. Why not Memphis? And everybody looks down on wrestling fans. Everybody's like they're belligerent, they're ignorant, they don't know what they're I'm doing. I'm glad you brought that up. And there's no reason to do that. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't look down on anybody's fans and and see them and say, you know what, you must not be intelligent. That there, is the dumbest thing. There in the world. are so many closet wrestling fans, and they are probably listening to this podcast right now. But they don't like to admit in the public that they are wrestling fans. Yeah. But the come, minute come, come out of the wrestling, the minute closet. the Rock <laughs> appears on Raw, they say, "Hey, did you see Raw last night? The Rock was on there." Come out of the wrestling, you closet. know. They definitely uh, there's there's a lot of wrestling fans that are closet I mean, wrestling that, fans. That that negative thought process about wrestling by some, not all, but some, it definitely hinders. Uh, this type of movement because it's like we don't want that redneck stuff in our city. Mm. Well, look, it's not red, as redneck as you think. That there have been great entertainers to come through Memphis and in that Coliseum. 
And why would you want to tear down something that has that type of history in it to put up a target or something like that? No, a you put target a, by the Liberty. They're, they're going to try and make it a. Uh, it's not going to work. See, no, that's not going to work. You I, can't I do think that. I think saving the Coliseum will not only be great for wrestling for the city of Memphis, but also for the area it's around. You know, there I've already heard plans about them putting up uh, new stuff on Highland, which is about a mile away from the thing uh, from the Mid South Coliseum. You know, I living on campus at the University of Memphis, I'm down in that area every day. I think this would be a great econ- economic boost for the area sure. to try to build it up, and I would love to see that. Let's talk about wrestling fans. You bring up the wrestling fans. Memphis Grizzlies versus Oklahoma City Thunder last month, January 2015. Yep. The second highest grossing regular season Memphis Grizzlies game in franchise history. But that was because of Thunder were in town. Okay, well then why were all those hundreds of people waiting on those championship belts? Four hours before. <laughs> Four hours, at three o'clock. And Tip off was seven o'clock, that's CJ. The thing. There were people there support at wrestling. three o'clock. Yes, they do. That's my point. They're yeah. there. They want those Grizzly championship belts immediately when the doors open and they got them. They were on eBay. Now, mm-hmm. and think about this. It's not... For those, for those of you who think only Memphians are going to come to this, not museum, the case. No, no, no. It's it is a WWE, you know, or a pro wrestling monument is what it would become. Yeah, and you will get people from Tulsa. You'll get people from Detroit. You'll get some Canadians coming through, and it and it's just a, another tourist destination stopping point that you can add to a city mm-hmm. that already has yep. a great. Tourism. Look thing at WrestleMania. There are people from all over the world yeah. that fly into WrestleMania. Yes. The world. So I would only imagine, you know, and, and, and plus, besides the fact, I say WWE needs to be involved. When they are in Memphis, they're in Memphis at least twice a year. Right. Right. So we're, we're fortunate to get, you know, a pay per view this year, and then they'll probably be back around October, is usually their mm. time frames. But do you not think that they would be shooting live? From the Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame in Memphis, Tennessee. So that's uh, advertising right there, at least twice every, a month. Every every year they would be there live. They would every be inside, year. displaying, you know, showcasing you, what we have. Can you imagine? Can you, uh, Hall of Fame on pay per view, whatever you would call they it. They could actually do and the it Hall of Fame here ceremony every year. How every year the ceremony be? will be here. That would every be great. Year. No, not only would now that's be, a different idea. We're kind of going off on these mm, other ideas. Yeah, well, but that would be really cool. Let, let's first save not, the Coliseum. Yeah. Not only would you get the advertisement from just the WWE being here two uh, times a year. You know, when you watch college basketball games on ESPN, they always show different tourist tracks. Yep. They'll show Graceland, and then they'll go to the Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame, which means you'll get more exposure there for ESPN coming in. You'd have some Grizzlies love too, because I could. I find it hard to believe there's a pro wrestling museum or Hall of Fame slash museum in Memphis and you don't have a Grizzly championship belt or all the stuff that Super Grizz has done over the mm-hmm. years. I mean, yeah. he powerbombed a guy through a table. Mm-hmm. What a Wizards fan last year, he powerbombed him through yeah. a table on the court, right? Yeah. I think they had 65,000 views. It was on MemphisSport.com. Right. So, yeah, man, Memphis loves it, but then worldwide you would have a lot of people coming in. It's going to drive a lot of it would also help downtown because if you're going to come into town and see the Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame, I would imagine you'd want to see Graceland. You'd want to go yeah. downtown. You want to see all that good fe- stuff. It all feeds into each other. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm here. I'm visiting the Mid South. Let's let's see what this Hall of Fame is about. Okay, we're done with this Hall of Fame. What else do you want to do? You want to go to Graceland? Let's go see Graceland. Mm-hmm. Well, since we're seeing Graceland, we may as well go see Sun Sun Studios also. Well, now we're done. Let's go kick it on Bill for a little mm. bit. Now, I also think that even if we don't get a Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame, I still want to save the Coliseum. Right, yes. Yeah. I do. And if they do tear down the Coliseum, I will be there 
as wherever I can stand close to where I can watch it happen. Because I grew up going to the, my dad and my mom, they took us to the Coliseum to watch the King. Right. You know, and and now, fast forward however many years later, now I get to wrestle the King. Mm-hmm. So I mean, that's a big part of my childhood was Mid South Coliseum. Um, the River Kings played there. Yeah. You know, we mentioned all the concerts. I mean, I mean, you can't, but save it. It can't. Save it, it. Can't, it can't. It as much as everybody wants to save it. It's not going to be saved if there's nothing to put right. in there. Mm, and exactly. this is something great to put in. Please don't tear it down and put up a Target or a Walmart. No, that would be. You can't do that. That would be awesome. That would be awesome. Whoa, what What about. <laughs> well, that would be terrible. I, I, I'd, Awful. I'd hate to see it. Like, I, I'm. I'm a memories guy. Like I love memorabilia. I love. I don't throw anything away. Like if it if I went to a game, yeah. I got. I still have the ticket stuff from 1999. Yeah. I mean, I am just that big on memories and things. And just I remember when I was younger, you know, walking out of the Liberty Bowl and just went back from the fairgrounds. You know, you just look. You you come down the slope and you see the Coliseum yeah. there, the fairgrounds here, and it's just this whole image of my childhood. And if if they tore that down. It would ruin a piece of my childhood. I really gone. Yeah. All right. We're gonna uh, shift gears again. Come out Tuesday, February seventeenth, Green Beetle, South Main District, uh, historic South Main District. Forgive me. And uh, come out and support. Come out and if you uh, again, if you have ideas and everything like that, we want to hear from you. Come out. That'll be your time to do it. Seven p.m. on the seventeenth. Please do. Now we're gonna shift gears back to more WWE. And uh, great wrestlers out there right now. We talked a lot earlier about John Cena, who's a pretty good baby face. We talked about Daniel Bryan, who right now is at the apex of baby yeah. faces. Roman Reigns, who's about to make that turn to heel. We're all assuming. but And it got me wondering. I called you yesterday, and we were talking. We were discussing some things about the show, what we wanted to talk about and everything like that. And it's like, well, you know, five greatest baby faces ever of all time. Ooh. And so got me thinking. I have a little list. Uh I'll critique your list. I have and see, I have a list of <laughs> of six because are you breaking your own rule? I am. You, I am. Why so you just I'm, I'm going So Drew, do I'm you go, have a list too? Uh no. I'm gonna go I'm gonna I, go I, I've I've been trying to think of stuff, but I just don't know enough about it to to make a list and be Educated enough to make a list. Okay, I'll, I'll go five with an honorable. Honor well, it's all opinionated too. So yeah. whoever you were exposed to, you know, as far as mm. what you saw growing up, I mean, it could be Lawler. I mean, yeah. Lawler in Memphis. Is there a bigger baby face than Lawler in Memphis? Even oh, today, see. you know, when Lawler comes out on Raw or SmackDown, they, they, they go Nelson crazy. King. He did not make my list. He especially should have, especially post heart attack. You know, because when he post-heart. came back, yeah. you're right. It's it's a whole different story. You know, going through something like that and. And the fans almost lose you. Yeah. Which, now, I mean, he was, by the time I came to the wrestling scene, he was, he and JR were the voices of right. wrestling for me. And so when I think great commentators of all time, I put that duo on that list. And so, it's just one of those things. But he was the heel in that relationship. He was for a he, long time. He was. All right, and so I love that about let's, the team. Let's back away from the situation, look at it from, from let's take a look back in history, right? Yeah. And then look at the WWE commentating staff now compared to the years and years that we had of Jim Ross and Jerry Lawler. Right. Neither one of them are there. Yeah. They're all for all. Yeah. So they have really, like, we are seeing the new age, the future of the WWE broadcast team. Now, they did move Lawler over to SmackDown, and he's still very good, man. I love listening to Lawler. I miss him on Raw. 
But, and this coming from a guy who, you know, me and Lawler have butted heads. You know, we've wrestled right. several times. We've butted heads inside, outside the ring, whatever. But I still enjoy his work, you know. And so now when you look at it, you've got the two key guys, Jim Ross and Jerry Lawler, not on Raw anymore. So this and is this is what our kids are going to grow up watching. It's crazy. It's crazy to think. Unless something and shakes I, up, you know. I'll, when I have a child and he gets into wrestling, I'll have to buy WWE Network and be like, no, 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 no. <laughs> See, back in my day, this is how they commentated. Right. <laughs> this is how you do it for real. Okay, but, give okay, me your baby faces. My baby faces. Honorable mention, Coco Beware. Of all time? Honorable mention. I, I have a soft spot for Coco yeah. Beware. I love Coco. I do love me some Coco. Good friend of mine. Uh... Stone now, Cold. From Union City, Tennessee. From, again, Coco Beware else. from Union City, Tennessee. WWE Hall of Famer. How crazy. Hey, again, Union from City. From Memphis. Union or right City. here around Memphis. About an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. In, that, in that hour and a half loop we were talking about as far as wrestling goes. Stone Cold is definitely on the list. Stone Cold. Uh, he could be on both lists. He could be the top bad could. guy and top and see, good that's, guy. That's the uh, thing that we were talking about. Uh, well, that's the thing that was going through my mind was some of these guys have have been both. Right. And so when I get down to my list, it's like, ah. Uh, you got to pick one. You kind of got to pick, pick one. one. Mm-hmm. I do got to pick one. All right, so Stone Cold Steve Austin. All right, yep, so Stone Cold is on the list. He deserves it. I mean, he sold more merch than probably anybody in the history. Him and Cena's got to be kind of neck and neck, right? I don't know the figures, but. Yeah, you would think so. Attitude Cena, era. Cena didn't make my list. Wow. Cena didn't make my list. If I had a, if I had a list of 10 Cena would have been on there but again Cena came after I was already into it like Stone Cold drew me to wrestling like I continued to watch wrestling because Stone Cold was there and you always remember your first I guess favorite superstar he always holds a special place in your heart Uh, so again this this list I tried to make it to where it didn't show like when I started watching wrestling but next number four I had well not in any order actually this is so alright so so you gave uh, the honorable mention was Coco Beware yes. then you had Austin Stone yes. Cold Rey Mysterio alright I, I loved Rey Mysterio it it broke my heart when that mask came off when he lost that match you noticed WWE quickly put it back put on it, <laughs> put it back on him took brought him did they they brought him from WCW right. WCW and he's and never taken he's never taken the mask off no. of WWE. No, you talk about somebody who would have had to been restrained by three bodyguards. Uh-huh. If I was there, I would have went out there and found that man who took his mask off. He won the world heavyweight title. He did, and that's a, that's another little yep. guy. A little I believe guy he like won Daniel the Royal Bryan. Rumble. I believe. Yeah, yeah, unbelievable man. Just just the acrobatic things he was able to do off that top rope. Oh, was great. He was definitely an acrobat, and um, I think. I think he's he's still there under contract, and they yeah. want to do something with him. But I think he might be his knees are real bad. I believe <sighs> that's unfortunate. But I can I can understand yeah. how underdog. Yeah, you know I mean he was at, he was very um, he was amazing actually yes. studly with his acrobatics and everything. Uh, Hulk Hogan, of course. Okay, he he had that. He's one of those guys that that goes back and forth at times. You know he he went NWO right. and then. His NWO had to fight the other NWO, and it was great. But when he was, when he's a, a babyface, when he's a good guy, few in the business do it better than Hulk. And I like the way that he's now the spokesperson for WWE. Yeah, I mean he should be. He was the he was basically the logo. He was the face of WWF when all of us were growing up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know he did the one turn in WCW, and it was fantastic. It was and awesome. now he's the he's the spokes guy pretty much. He's the face of the WWE um, on the I guess the legends. 
level. Right. You know? And, and he is a legend. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. you think, think about legends of WWE. Absolutely. He's the top first, guy. First name comes to mind is Hulk Hogan. Right. Mm. And so, you know, great. I loved him as a good guy. Crazy thing is, he's good enough to be a top five uh, heel also. Well, I think so. But we'll, uh, we'll we'll talk about that later. We'll do a hill list uh, some other time. He's like one of the, he's like all right. So you have Austin Rock and Hogan who were both great at being the hero, but then also were great at being the bad guy. Yeah, and sometimes <laughs> them being a bad guy made them a better good guy. Yeah, because mm. eventually the fans started cheering him. Like right. the Rock, he was always the Rock man. He's still a pompous you know jerk oh, on so the microphone pompous. now, but the people love it. They cheer it. They finish his sentences. Yeah, mm. and and you he know? waits there. In the most arrogant of arrogant ways for you to finish, because he knows it's coming. Think about this: if if you, Daniel Bryan's not on your list, he will be soon. He will be. He'll have to be because the the audience will get so quiet, and then every time he kicks the guy, yes, <laughs> quiet crowd. Every time he kicks, yes, yes, the all the crowd, yeah. the whole entire crowd <laughs> does it at the same time. In yes, and then when he lines up, whoa, <laughs> yes! <laughs> like, every time he makes a kick, they chant, yes. That's Come on, who else does that happen to? It's great. It's great. Awesome. He, he do it for a little bit so longer. He'll, he'll, list, he'll make right? the list. So, Austin, Rey Mysterio, Hogan. Sting. Okay, Sting. Sting. And, again, by the time I came to... Black sting and white sting? Black or? and white sting. Okay. Black and white sting. WCW. I'm thinking colorful sting. Hair Are spiky you? sting. Yes. See, one of my favorites of all time. I used to have a rat tail because sting had a rat tail. <laughs> I would cut my hair the way that sting. When growing up, like when I was Brady's right. age, six, seven, ten, whatever, stick my hair up. Yeah. Because I sting had a rat tail, man. I had, uh, and I guess Hulk Hogan because and sting. sting. Hulk Hogan <laughs> and Sting made my list, first off, because they were awesome. Great performers, and when you think of legends, those are two things that immediately come to my mind. But secondly, I had the, I had no, I had Hulk Hogan Ultimate Warrior, uh, the yes. wrestling pillows. Right. Oh my gosh, I had those. so much fun. And when friends would come over, tag team matches. In fact, <laughs> I didn't have them. Friend of the podcast, the guy who does the intro, mm-hmm. uh, Pearly. Yeah. He had them. Pearly James had the wrestling pillows. <laughs> I would come over and spend the night. He's like, you ready for a match? Yes, I am. And so we do the announcement. We come out to our songs and everything like that. that and we would great. wrestle Hulk Hogan and Ultimate Warrior, the pillows. We would be jumping off the top bunch. Did you ever lose? No. You're undefeated. No, I'm not losing. I was, uh, I was a huge Sting fan growing up. Yeah. Loved Sting. I even bought the Ruse. You know, remember those shoes? Yes. Ruse for your feet, pocket for your stuff. <laughs> they had they had pockets in the tongue. But I actually was in Sting's movie, A Moment of Truth. They made a little, It's it was straight to DVD movie, but I shot like 20 minutes worth of footage. We did a whole match in the ring. I was wrestling Nightmare Ken Wayne. They had my hair bleached blonde. They put some old school trunks on me and everything. About 20 minutes, I'm like, man, I'm going to have a good part in this movie. Two seconds. And two seconds in the movie. He's a movie star. That's, That's why he's a top tier friend, Drew. When you get in a movie oh, and you plug. become a movie right, star. Fine. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. So Sting was one of my favorites. So to be in be a part of that was awesome. Especially yeah. looking at Sting, he's telling us what to do. Right. Like almost pretty much directing the scene. Right. Because the scene was that uh it was his childhood what made him become want to become a wrestler. You know, nice. for me it was Hogan versus Warrior at WrestleMania six, Toronto Skydome. 90,000 people, the ultimate challenge. Yes. And I don't have notes. I remember all this stuff. How you don't crazy. have to have notes. So much 
unuseful information stored in my brain. <laughs> okay, so Austin, Mysterio, Hogan, Sting, and who's the fifth? Okay, so looking at five, uh, now I'm beginning to wonder, because, again, I only had a day to come up with this. And I think that, uh, you know, this guy might not be there, but when I did the list last night, right after getting off so, the phone with you, I'm going to put him there. A guy, do you, you're about to say you don't know if he should be there, but you have to have him number one? I, no, I'm, he's I just think on it's the no list. It's not, it's not in order okay. yet. I, okay. I couldn't put him in order. Uh, we might have to do a separate podcast about the order and everything like that. Goldberg. 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 That undefeated streak. I cannot tell you how many times I tuned in WCW at the time. I watched WCW to see if Goldberg would lose. I wanted pay-per-view. We drove. Mind Man. you, I stayed. I grew up in Clarksville, Tennessee. Uh, spent about seven years in Clarksville, Tennessee. Had My dad had a military friend up in Bowling Green, Kentucky. And so, no, Hopkinsville, Kentucky, forgive me. We would drive 45 minutes every pay-per-view with WCW, drive 45 minutes, because he would, he would order it, and we would drive up there oh my God. and sit down and watch and see on a Sunday, on a school night, right. and try to watch and see if Goldberg would ever lose. And he just wouldn't lose, and he would spare people, and it was great. I loved it. Did you ever watch the scrambled screen? All the Just time. so you could hear the all the time hear the play when by play when we couldn't get up oh, to man. Hop Town, we would sit there. My brother and I would sit there, pit it on the scramble screen. You don't know nothing about the scramble I screen. I don't know. It's You're too young. It's the pay per view channel. It's all scrambled up. You can't see anything. So you can hear the play by play before digital came through. Right. So you could sit there and be scrambly, but you could hear what was going on. We were hardcore, man. Oh my goodness! That's how I found out Hulk Hogan turned bad and went NWO at Bash at the Beach 96. Man. I believe it was 96. I listened to I listened to Hell in a Cell uh, Undertaker or uh, Kane's uh, no, debut? No. Undertaker Mankind. Oh man. Oh my gosh. He almost died that man. Yes. Mankind. And it was it's amazing. And so listening to it was like oh my gosh this fight was amazing. You think okay you're probably losing a little bit in translation because you're not seeing it, yeah. you're only hearing it's it. Pretty good, but though. the way they called that match, why JR and why the King of All My God, out, my God. He is good. He's broken oh in half. Gosh. He's broken in half. He and <laughs> Oh man. And that's after he gets choke slammed through the ring, through the top of the cell. Through yes. the top of the cage, gets choke slammed through that top. Onto the match onto the mat. Back which first. Is back first, covered in nails. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you the wrestling ring is made of wood and metal. You have maybe an inch worth of padding. Yeah. Everything else is wood and it's metal. He fell from the top of the cage. Top of the on, back first onto bam. the nails. Don't forget the nails. Yes. The nails were the there. nails were like the last of his concerns at that point because he his tooth went through his nose. Ooh. Pulls the stretcher out. Pits him on the stretcher. Undertaker standing up at the top of the ring looking as menacing as possible. Pit, pit right. uh, Mick Foley, pit Mankind on the stretcher. Walk him all the way up to the top of the ramp. He rolls off the stretcher <laughs> and finishes the match. Tom Foolery. Greatest thing ever. Not sure how we got there, but Goldberg being on the list is a little bit of a surprise. Right. And see, that's what I was thinking. I'll never forget the Georgia Dome. They sold out the Georgia Dome. Yeah. It was Monday Nitro, and they stole the ratings from WWE because they had Goldberg versus Hogan for the championship mm. on live TV. Yeah. Sold out the Georgia Dome. Two stars, man. 
Goldberg beat him. Boom. Craziness. That undefeated streak. As far as, like, it was it was an undefeated streak that rivaled other professional mm. sports undefeated streaks. Who broke the streak? I'm going to ask you that. That's a trivia question. Oh, gosh. That I, I'm going to be honest with you. can't tell you. I cannot tell you. Big sexy Kevin Nash. Kevin Nash broke the streak? From, from Magic Mike. We talked about <laughs> earlier. And, and with that, the show has now come full circle. Right. And it's time to end it now. That's how we roll here on Playing Hurt. Dustin, you got some events coming up. What you got? I do. I do. Um, let's see. Next Saturday is February 21st, so I'm going to be on Cerrito Live. Hopefully, I'll be announcing a WWE guest. That's, um, I'm, I'm very hopeful that that's going to happen. But then that night, we're going to be in Tupelo. Okay. So we'll be getting our awards for our wrestler of the year and manager of the year, and I'm going to wrestle a former WWE guy, the Navajo Warrior. Oh, you remember him? Yes. February 22nd, we're going to be at Fast Lane. I got a bunch of friends coming in town, so uh, hopefully I'll be able to catch up with those guys, get a lift in, and watch mm-hmm. some wrestling. But then the next one, February 28th, we are going to be in Tuckerman, Arkansas, and it's actually a rematch. I'll be against Action Jackson, so it'll be a rematch for the Southern Heavyweight Classic okay. Finals. Okay. So I beat him in the finals. He's looking for a little revenge. And then on March 21st, we're going to be in Raymer, Tennessee. Okay. Which is, uh, you know, kind of similar distance from Newburn within an hour, hour and a half. So mm-hmm. if you guys are out there in Raymer, Tennessee, then come check us out. Right, right. Should be pretty fun. That's awesome. But but the one in Tupelo, you're going to have Buff Bagwell, superstar Bill Dundee, Chase Stevens was former TNA tag team champion. So they got a loaded card out there. It's going to be jam-packed. Awesome, man. Awesome. Check it out. Drew, what's the marathon update? The five K. I was just about to ask <laughs> ask Dustin if he if he liked to run and if uh but he already uh said he's got an event Saturday, March twenty. Do I like to run do you or like to run? do I have to run? I, I have to <laughs> run I do running every day, but mm. I do not like it. <laughs> right. Well, for all of you listeners out there that, unlike Dustin, that like to run, uh, I've been telling you about it the last two weeks. Don't forget the uh, Do It For Ben 5K out in Somerville, Tennessee at uh, Fade Academy. That's where this race starts and ends. Um, all the proceeds go towards the Fade Academy Athletic Boosters Club, uh, named after uh, Ben Adair, um, kid um, very close. Uh, I wouldn't say we were, we were very close, but very close to his family. Um you know, men, uh, died about four or five years ago. So this race is uh, named in his honor and to keep his name alive. And to register, uh, you can go to doitforben.com. Or for more information, you can uh, contact his aunt, Mary Jo Sides, at 901-606-8929. Or email her at doitforben at aol.com. All right. So before I go, Winner. Roman Reigns, Daniel Bryan, Drew, uh, Daniel Bryan, Dustin, Daniel Bryan, Roman oh, Reigns, right. Roman Reigns is going to win. I'm telling you, they're just going to keep sticking it to the it people. It might not man. be that easy though. It, well, we might see a triple threat at WrestleMania. It might be. We might, might be. we might see Bryan, Reigns, and Lesnar. That would be awesome. Also, that would be great. Anything hey, can happen. You know what? Again, you got a different idea about WrestleMania. You got any ideas about uh, what we talked about on this podcast? Email us, planhurtpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, for Dustin and Drew, I'm CJ. I'll talk to you guys next time. Have a wonderful and blessed day. Happy Valentine's, babe.